0: out there. This is Wise Women and today you're spending time with women inspiring spiritual excellence. I'm La Cherie. I'm Agnes, and I'm Treve. We are a group of women who love God and we love his people and we, we just, just want to, to share, share him with you. you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Wise Women. We're in season 3, the yes. Wilderness Experience. And our topic for today is we're talking about when you feel like you're in the wilderness and you have been forsaken by God. Ooh. Oh, Lord, why have you forgotten me? How could you forget me? Okay. Come on, Trevay, because look, she's sitting there. She in got that, <laughs> hip, that hand on the Because I
1: just be thinking about 15 million people that felt forsaken in the wilderness. Well, um, Elijah, Haggai. Yeah. Before we started. This episode, that's who I thought about. But when you said that, I thought about Jesus. Ooh.
2: Okay. Wait a
1: minute. <laughs> so this morning, I was watching Chosen, episode four. Thing. You already on episode
0: and four, man? <laughs> Y'all see how because she did me? Look, I be
1: waiting for but people. But you don't even
0: call me. If you would call me, and then I would be. <laughs> I be waiting for I, people I to like not be I busy, so I do be going
2: ahead.
1: Amen. But then people be.
2: Yeah, leave them behind sometimes. People
1: be busy or sleep <laughs> like my husband be, and he begin getting mad <laughs> because I be going ahead. But, I mean, I be ready to watch what's next. Especially with Chosen, I'm gonna
2: catch up. You about see, to get into it. And she, she don't first, of all, of all, I'm she, not gonna she, You know the who story. told her
0: to start watching you, Chosen? She did, so we could watch it together and talk about it together. But we thank God that you have. This is <laughs> my mean, wilderness experience. War, so go The ahead, word I, I, just I makes that. me so go excited. It is. So
1: you know, I gotta go keep ahead. reading, watching. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, Unintentional I mean, shout out to the it's chosen. It's not like I'm telling. If a, you haven't started, you need to check it out. You should definitely watch the Chosen because. It's not like I'm telling the story because it's in the Amen. Bible. Amen. So,
0: That's good. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead.
1: But episode three or four, I don't remember which one it was that I watched. Um, but it was Jesus is, you know, he's about to be crucified. Mm. But this episode was about him having to, um, he had to read, I don't know the term for it. He had to read the scroll and and he had to give his interpretation and so he started saying things that people didn't agree with um, he read from Isaiah um, and they wanted pretty much to kill him to stone him because they said what he was saying was blasphemy and they were all just like are you saying that you're the Messiah mm. or are you saying that you're just the prophet mm. and he was like you know what I'm saying and they're like, I'm going to give you, pretty much I'm going to give you one more time to say this. That's not what okay. you're saying. Because you know the consequences of this is death. Right. And his mom was there. And so she was crying like, oh, I know that you have to do this. Because at the time he had already told her in that episode that the time was coming. Right. So it just reminded me of when I was in my season of studying Gethsemane.
2: Mm, I was thinking about that. Go ahead take a step and
1: (laughs) i don't okay so i was watching the episode i thought about that and i thought about how jesus was tempted in the wilderness and it made me think about the podcast since we're talking about the wilderness experience but jesus was tempted in the wilderness um and the devil pretty much was using the word of god Mm. in order to tempt him to throw himself Mm. off of a high tower to yeah to turn stones into bread so good and he was fasting during that time yeah um and it's just like okay once again though god is showing us that he's gone through this so we can go through it and when we're in our wilderness
0: there will be temptations absolutely
1: we're tempted by the world Mm. um and i i Also, like I said, was thinking about Gethsemane whenever Jesus was in the wilderness and he was praying and everybody was falling asleep on Mm. him. That part. Everybody was falling asleep on him. And it was, I haven't watched this part yet, but, you know, when I was in my season of reading this, I was just going through over and over again about what he went through. Um, And it's just so many different metaphors and analogies in that one wilderness experience um and i think i first started being led to read about gethsemane whenever i was studying nehemiah and how he was a cup bearer Mm. and you know you hear words and you think about other things you hear one thing you think about something else Mm. so when yeah so Mm. i immediately thought Mm. about jesus saying take this cup from me Mm. nevertheless not my will but your will be done okay and I've tried to have that attitude. <laughs> I've tried to have that attitude in my wilderness experience. And there are times when the people you lean on, you know, they're going yeah. through their own thing. Right. And they're falling asleep. Yeah. And they can't stay up to pray with you. Yeah. Um, but look. Okay. So in that time, Jesus felt, you know, I feel like he felt forsaken. Right. Um, well, he said that. Why have yeah. you forsaken me? When he was on the cross That's good Um, But I feel like he felt forsaken And there are times when um, We feel forsaken By the people that are around us And the people that We're closest to And the people that We're leaning on And um, Sometimes it's not necessarily That They are Going through their own things Can I
0: give you the definition Of forsaken? Go ahead Go ahead A journey into forgotten And forsaken places Is that not even, even the word itself is about a wilderness experience that when you're forsaken, you're in a, you're in a forgotten and, and, you know, a place where your, your friends can't even come to pray for you. That's so good. They, they don't even, they they don't don't even know, know. they don't know this trouble that you're going through and you feel like you're all alone. And, you know, I'm sure Jesus felt all alone my friends are right here and they can't even stay up and pray with me Mm. to strengthen me. I don't have an Aaron and a her to hold me up. Mm. I got 12 sleepy people. (laughs) I got 12 sleepy people, 11 sleepy people and one, one deceptive person, you know, right (laughs) here in my midst. Yeah. And so again, I think the Bible is to show us this can happen to you when you're in your darkest place, when you're in your lowest place and you may think you know, I know they got my back, yeah, but they don't even know because they've Jesus. they've forgotten because they have their own problems to Oof. deal with, they have their own personal struggles that they're going through, mm. so we ain't got nobody but God to call up oh on God. I'm sorry oh no no nah, you, you can went right go the- ahead and preach <laughs> and so <laughs> again pass. <laughs> who do we go to we have to go to god yeah in your when you're in your dark place it's great that you can call on your friends and say hey i'm going to this pray for me or whatever but we have to remember that only god is our true protector mm. you can't protect me from what's going on in my life okay. you you can pray and you can intercede right. on my behalf but only god yeah. knows everything yeah and he's there he's omnipresent mm. he, he's always there when you leave me, you, you hug me, girl, I love you, I'm gonna pray for you, you know I got your back and then as you're driving down 45, you caught up in the midst of the people you you traveling with I'm, yeah. I'm forgotten, yeah. but I'm still going through that that journey. thing even after you left that I'm still on Talk that journey going to where I need to get through and it again it can be a wilderness. It can be <laughs> it can be you got these these boulders that you have to climb oh to get over and a lot of times we don't have the strength oh y'all already know i ain't got no upper body strength saints <laughs> that's why i, I ran track it. all i had to do was take a baton and pray that i'd held on to it you know <laughs> but you know god is our strength yeah it's in the word yeah he's our strength he's our redeemer he's our refuge that's where yeah. we go and we hide and even in the wilderness you sometimes you got to find a place to hide in the wilderness come on because there's stuff attacking Elijah? you why are you still in the wilderness Hello? And so you have to seek God all the time. Why he may yet be found. He can be found when you, everybody else done forgot about you. He can be found. So who are you seeking in your wilderness experience? Because again, I I had to tell some friends, they were like, "Oh, come to, you know what? I'm not going to bring trouble to your front door. God's got me. I'm going to stay right here and -hmm. trust in God. My trust is in God and listen. I don't know if it was Ice Cube, you know. If it's my time, I'm just short, you (laughs) know. (laughs) From the book of Ice Cube, that that revelation in Ice Cube, Amen. (laughs) If it's my time, I'm just short, but but that's okay because then I'm gonna be with God, so I'm all right. Okay, Paul. Right
1: at this point, Peter, a bit. We need to get the sheets for the benediction (laughs) (laughs) and
2: altar call. Real, (laughs) Amen. No, that was good. Um,
0: So forsaken. I mean, again. The So many times the word brings us back to the word. That's true. It will bring us back to the word. And that's why we have to know the word. If we know the word, we can see how in our day-to-day life, God is in operation. People that don't know God don't know the word of God to see the manifestation of God in the little bitty things, in in the blessings that we don't even know are blessings, in the favor that the world may not even realize its favor in God's grace. Abraham last week, was it last week? Last week went to a house party. I didn't know he was at a house party. There were shots fired in the house party. My child took off running. He and his little best friend. Um, thankfully, he nor none of his friends were hurt. But when the friend's mom called me to inform me that my child was at a house party where they were shooting, the first thing she said was, First of all, Abraham's okay. Well, you know when you hear first of all, he okay, well the rest of it that's coming after ain't gonna be good. Right. Mm. And he was worried because he lost his phone in the melee, all that stuff. he dropped his phone and so when she said, Who do you want me to call, your mom or your dad? He said, Well, mom's gonna be mad at me because I lost my phone and you know, my dad, I don't know how he's gonna take it. But I guess let's call my mom first. Mm. And she said, Well, first of all, your mom's just gonna be happy you're okay. Mm. So when I'm talking to him, I can hear, you know, the fear in his voice, the shock because he's been in a traumatic experience. And what I said to him the next day, because I just told him "Then I'm happy. You're okay. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Don't, you know, you're fine. When we talked the next day, I said to him something that my pastor said, God has given me grace so many times for so many stupid things that I've done that I should have been punished, gotten a ticket, a couple of tickets um you know i there should have been repercussions for the dumb things that i did but instead of giving me repercussions punishment god gave me grace yeah i gave my 15 year old grace i said you know what in this moment god has given me so much grace in my life what you need most from me is grace and so something happened you survived it you're okay learn from this you need to let your mom know Cause I didn't know he was at a house party. Dad Mm. knew, but I didn't know. Mm. You need to let me know where you're going because if something happens, I need to know where to find you. But in this moment, what you need most from me is grace. And if we look back over our lives, how many times when we needed as minister Debbie say, a pow pow, God gave us grace. Come on. When we needed to get our hands slapped, when we needed something taken from us, God instead gave us grace and said, all right, you know, learn from this yeah in the wilderness experience again we have to learn from that we are not forsaken god has not forgotten us along that wilderness journey but he may be extending grace in a season because we need to still figure some stuff out yeah we always want to go on to the next thing and go on to the next thing and god's like well no you ain't figured this out yet Mm. you gotta stay here a little while longer yeah and that's okay. Hmm. He hasn't forgotten us. He hasn't forsaken us, but there's still grace there. Yeah. And even on the cross, there was still grace because there was a sinner next to Jesus. Wow. Grace was extended to that person. You will see me in heaven. Hmm. Grace can be extended even at the last minute, hmm. but we don't, we don't know it. If we don't know God, if we don't know his word, if we don't know how God operates, the order of God, which is why it's so important that when you were studying Joshua previously, you had to go back to Genesis. You couldn't just go to the book of Joshua and study Joshua. You had to study everything that led up to it. And a lot of times when we go study the word, we just want to study that one little thing that Mm -hmm. came into our Mm -hmm. mind. But God wants us to study all 66 books Mm. and know all of it. As much as, as much as he requires for you. Right. Now, maybe for me, I need to read the whole book
2: you a couple of times.
0: Read. Yeah. Because I'm called to different yeah. administrations. But what God has called you to at minimum is to love him. And how do you show God that you love him? You spend time with him. How do you spend time with him? You get into his word so you know who he is, so that when things happen in your life, you know how to call on him because yeah. maybe in this situation i need to call on jehovah shalom god i need some peace because it's so chaotic and what's going on and all these this this confusion lord jehovah shalom give me some peace right now because i'm about to lose my mind up in here, <laughs> up in here. <laughs> Or, you know, we need to call on Jehovah Nisi, Lord, I need you to be my banner of victory right now because I can't fight this battle. I don't have the strength to fight this battle. I don't even know what is required to fight the enemies that are coming up against me. So Mm -hmm. I need you to be Jehovah Nisi in my life right now because I know you have the victory. Hmm. I know that you will prevail. So just in this valley experience, know the Lord that you serve look El Shaddai come on Lord <laughs> Elohim I need God Almighty okay to come because you need to smite this enemy that is up against me God I don't even victory we worry by victory I need I need some so. <laughs> fire hellfire to come down rain fire Lord okay, Elijah. <laughs> okay listen that's what we need right now so knowing the word of God helps us in our valley experiences along the journey because then we know how to call on god yeah because again our friends asleep to get back to gethsemane gethsemane they they sleep they don't have the strength to stay up and fight the battle but god does Mm -hmm. and will he's just waiting on us yeah i I was waiting on you to get tired of doing it on your own so i can come in and and, Mm. and take care of it and, and get you wow. a little further along your way towards exiting the wilderness. Wow. I feel like, you know, we're we're playing Monopoly. We done made it over to to the red section trying to get to the green and blue. But before you get there, you know, there's that little space <laughs> that sends you, you to jail. Colors uh, girl, I was the only child. I played a lot by myself, okay? <laughs> I spent a lot of time by myself figuring it out. So when I played against other people, I had a strategy. I was prepared. <laughs> prepared in my ch- single-child wilderness only child but yes but between there there's that 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 go to jail so you got to be careful okay because god's got you but you can do something dumb and now got to be saved again in your <laughs> journey so that's all i'm gonna say about that because i got off, i haven't had any sweet tea i'm blamed on the fact that this is just me and water this is this is, i'm my there's no sugar in me <laughs> Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Oh, first of all,
1: <laughs> first of all, that's all she gonna say. But she just gave a whole sermon,
2: a whole sermon, like pastor. <laughs> Do we need to past the pasta offering basket? Cause- <laughs> you about I you ain't had no sweet tea. You did a lot oh, without right.
0: sweet tea. You don't need the sweet can tea. I get a you All you Holy need Spirit. is him. Amen. Okay. Well, the show
1: mm. is feeling forsaken by the sweet tea. Hold on. Look now. Look by hold Whataburger. Because <laughs> 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 <Amber>, they
0: ain't <laughs> get your sweet tea right. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh so, so oh, I don't need the sweet tea. Y'all trying to tell me I don't need the sweet tea? That's what he's trying to tell you. Oh, amen. Okay. Amen. He will bring it back to my remembrance without the aid of the sugar. But that's because I studied the
1: word, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Oh. Call on them when you
2: ain't got that sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say a few things, but you said so much. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to. I know what to say and what to touch, touch on, but it. it's like touch. you took us. You took all the words. All right, you took us from the, point A to the Z. <laughs> I and do. all I'm going to do is highlight some areas <laughs> that you stopped by already. Well, see, if I would have had my
0: sweet tea, I would have been, I probably would have took a couple of sips, you know, and there would have been okay. some we intermissions. Love it. We love it for you. But amen.
2: Um, I was going to ask a question, and then I was going to share something that I saw as you were talking. Um, but I'll start with sharing what I saw. So when you talked about, like, you know, um, well, Treve started, to, started, to, uh, started us off. You know, um, with, you know, Jesus, you know, on his way to being crucified and, you know, how he had to go through the different stops. Right. Um, But one thing that I realized is that as we are on our way to our promise or our place of glory or our place of the spotlight, whatever that seems like, um, whether it's in front of people or, you know, God is doing something in us, I noticed that he starts to get rid of the crowd. So when you talk about our friends being asleep, I believe that it started before the disciples were even asleep. You Mm -hmm. know, Um, Jesus started, like you said, he had to go read Isaiah and he had to start. But even before that, he did miracles or he posed. He shared doctrine that Mm -hmm. was hard. And um, not only was it hard, but people were not able to get the revelation. And so his own people, his own people. Um, And so I find that as we are in the wilderness or on our way to a wilderness type experience, God begins to remove things that were once standing in the way or, you know, once taking our attention. Mm -hmm. And as he does that, it's like, you know, he removes the crowd. Then he starts to take away your inner, you know, maybe your family and friends. He goes into your inner circle and he starts to remove that until it's just you and him mm-hmm. and i think the beauty of you know you're talking about being forsaken or the, the reading the definition you know um it's forgotten in the eyes of people but it's not forgotten with god amen god never forgets he knows everything and so he sees those areas that he that are neglected or seem like even a forgotten place to us. Mm-hmm. And when he brings us into this place of isolation, may I dare, dare say, it uh, it begins to expose and reveal a place that is not only intimate with God, that is going to build a level of intimacy, but it's going to actually deliver us. Cool. It's going to, you know, kind of, pull. it's like pulling up the weeds, you know, because you the son of the most high God. <laughs> Why are you feeling forsaken? I've been with you more than I've been with anybody else. You had the gift of the Holy spirit before you shared it out. Okay. So it's like, it's crazy how the very thing that God is trying to get us to realize becomes like this shadow mm-hmm. in our place of wilderness or isolation. And, and, I find it interesting that as you were talking, that I was just like, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about my own life. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. All right, you're preaching a sermon that I ain't... I mean, I'm hearing it, you know. <laughs> I don't really want to hear it. But I, I, I've i heard it in different ways. And I feel like it's... what's What's being reinforced is owning this place. Mm. Because oftentimes we try to run away from it. We don't want to face try. ourselves or... <laughs> face the people, you know, that, and this is going to bring me into my question, right? Um, As God is pulling away, you know, I think my question to you guys is, I mean, we're all like, you know, believers here. Um, How do you guys handle going into your wilderness experience and accepting that people that were once on this journey with you, you know, are now that, you know, profess the same faith or at the same level have given you probably the most advice, you know what I'm saying? Um, Have um, even coached you until this point. Moses, you know what I'm saying? You know, all these, uh, Samuel. Samuel died before he saw David was king. Okay. Um, But how do you, like, accept and what are, like, you know, what are some things that you guys mentally go through or tips and tricks as far as like, you know, understanding that, okay, I'm in this place alone, but I'm not forsaken. And then the people that God has pulled away have not forsaken me. They just can't go with me to this place. And it's no malice, it's no bad blood, but yeah. um I think, well, not I think.
1: For me, it kinda has been like, I don't have a choice. So it's not like I've seen the wilderness coming. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. I'm in it before I even realize Ooh. I'm in it.
2: That's mm-hmm. so good.
1: So when, I guess just naturally for me when I'm going through, I don't immediately reach out to other people anyway. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's after the fact that I'm like, oh, this happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When somebody asks me, so what's been going on? What's new? Yeah. Well, and then why didn't you tell me? i didn't think to tell you yeah um i just was trying to make it through (laughs) 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 and i mean and like you said most of the time it's a place of intimacy where it's just you and god and i don't want other people to know what i'm going through um not to be prideful or hold on to anything um but I don't want other people to know because, like you mentioned before, also, it brings up things that only he knows that other people don't know. Mm. Um, And as much as we like to say that we're so close with someone, Mm. there still are things that we don't share with even the people that we are the closest to. That's good. Um, But God knows. And for me, I mean, I won't even, a lot of the time, admittedly go straight to God um it's in my thoughts Mm -hmm. and he'll show me and remind me that I'm here because he knows my thoughts and he'll respond to my thoughts and these are things that I have not gone to him in prayer about I haven't reached out to him and so him responding to my thoughts is him letting me know that I'm still here with you you can lean on me um so sometimes it's not even a thought it's just naturally i go into isolation myself Mm. um and i don't know if i do that because i know that for me i stay busy um sometimes it's involunt most of the time it's involuntary and that's really right now my life is (laughs) involuntary i'm just busy um but at other times it's been voluntary i find something to do because Mm. i cannot sit still for long Mm. um okay And (laughs) so when I, (laughs) when I get into or realize I'm in the wilderness experience, I realize that, okay, this is a time that I need to shut down. You've had me go through something where I don't have a choice but to shut down Mm -hmm. and I'm not able to, to talk to anyone. Um, It's like he, not that I'm in handcuffs or anything, but he Mm -hmm. has to, he has to remove people and things from me. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm i was sitting one day and i randomly thought about someone that i haven't talked to for years and nothing happened and it's the weirdest thing because there was no bad blood there wasn't an argument there wasn't anything like that it's just like one day we just never talked ever again wow and neither one of us ever reached out to each other it just happened that way yeah um and i think that I mean, I don't know if this is the case with every person, but we kind of go on our own journey. Mm -hmm. Um, And this person is going this route and I'm going that route. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it happens. Um, I think that some people, there are some people that you out you know we don't call everyone friends sometimes we call them associates Uh-oh. sometimes they're people that you interact with every day okay. <laughs> um sometimes those people never really were meant to be in at a position in your life or the person in your life that is feeding you advice mm. they're just there for that particular season and time yeah. for whatever reason sometimes it's to learn what you should not do and you should not say but they're there um sometimes they're like i don't want to sound bad i was going to say accessories
2: (laughs) (laughs) not the purse and the bracelet (laughs) because you're not
1: necessarily (laughs) close with them but they're there um
0: what's going on with your bike
1: (laughs) so you know and then you realize afterwards okay i'm glad that i didn't Attached to this person Because I wasn't supposed to yeah. And had I listened to this person Because yeah they've been talking And trying to give advice Because they thought they had <laughs> That place <laughs> And were supposed to be That close to you Ooh. But they were not um, You feel thankful and grateful After the fact yeah. But I think that One of the things that's happened for me Has not necessarily just been um, I'm taking you here So you need to distance yourself From this person and that person Um, So you can be in isolation, I think. And I've had the times where I've had to be in isolation. But for me, it's been I need to get you out of the area or the place where these people are because I need you to be with these people Mm, because I need you to meet new people. Um, And that's been so uncomfortable. I need you to have conversations with this person because this person has what you need for where you're going. Wow. And this person no longer has that. (sighs) And so even... It's the the
2: people. Okay, cause she talking over there. Look, so
1: (laughs) um, it's just (laughs) like I don't know. I just thought about Peter in the boat and how he could have stayed in the boat. Come on, he had to get out of the boat. Um, he had to get out of the boat, and there were witnesses. Yeah. And sometimes that's all the people are. They're witnesses to what God is doing Come in your on. life. She They're means. not meant to uh, okay. go. <laughs> They're not meant to go with you. Right? They're not meant to get out of the boat with you. They're
0: just to witness. and see They're what just there are.
1: to witness, to see what God does, wow. to see him get the glory. And sometimes just that speaks volumes I to did. them. <laughs> Sometimes just seeing God get the glory wow. speaks volume to them. Yeah. Um, there are people that may be, it's ironic and so weird that the people that I, I think because we get stuck on traditional things and we get caught up on what happens in the church, that mm-hmm. we feel like things that happen outside of the church are our wilderness because it's not within the walls of the <laughs> church or the confines of the church.
2: Who is um, that? Who is they? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we feel like those are the uncomfortable places that I need to pray for somebody Mm. or that I need to give a word to somebody. Um, So sometimes... We take that as our wilderness experience. And sometimes the people that God brings in your life that you need in this season are not those people that are in church. Yeah, they're not the pastors and the prophets and the evangelists. They're the people that sometimes don't even believe in God, but somehow God makes a way for them to deliver a word to you that you need for your season and getting closer to somebody that they don't even know or believe in, come on, so ironic. Where but God used the donkey, so he sure did hey. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, it's been things like that to where it's like not necessarily okay. So I'll say God is is speaking in a different way to me than he normally mm. does, and I mean I'll I'll put it this way because it's the way I think about it. There are times where I feel babyfied by God. Who? I feel nursed by him oh. and when he decides to speak in a different way it's a it's a growth season for me mm. um, it pushes me out of the crib per se mm. out of being comfortable um, and I have to learn to accept the new way that he's speaking to me mm. or I may miss him and think that he's forsaking me when he mm. really hasn't he's just speaking to me in a different way wow. He's just showing me yeah. new things that I won't see because I'm not looking for it. I'm expecting him to come and speak to me in the way and show me things that I expect to see. Wow. Because it's what I think I need. Um, So my techniques or tactics have been, well, God opened my eyes again. Wow. God opened my ears again. That's so good. Creating me a clean heart again. Break every covenant that I should not still have or be a part of Uh so that I can receive new covenants. I can be able to recognize Mm. who it is I should be talking to, Mm. who it is I need to go to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Something new that me and my husband have, I've seen both. the Well, I know I did it, but I've seen him do it also is we've given our numbers out to people that we don't even know. And. It's been weird. Like I've seen him do it and be like, yeah, I'll give you a number about to anybody. <laughs> what is going on? Okay. And then for me, it's just like without thought I've done it. Mm-hmm. It's just like that's crazy. Why would I do that? <laughs> um <laughs> and it's but, it yesterday, pro. two people. And it's Y'all been, a, been ministry. <laughs> it's been in a ministry setting. Mm. Um but even with that, you don't yeah. I don't normally do that. Right, right. I'll say, go follow me on Instagram real quick. Before you give out That Um, phone number Yeah But I have I've given my number out Um, And it's like Well this is something new This is something different Right And you know The last thing that I'll say About that Or to answer your question Is that um, People Who you've been around For a long time Have already seen What you can do And they've already heard What you normally say Sheesh Um, And so when there's something new that you're going to say or something new that you do, they don't receive it because they don't recognize that God is doing a new thing in you mm. because they're so used to what they've been seeing from you, what wow. they've been experiencing with you, what you've been saying to them. Mm. And so you have to get away from them or else you won't step out and do what God is telling The new thing God is telling you to do, the new thing God is telling you to say, because then you do feel like, I don't I don't know what they're gonna say, I don't know what they're gonna think, they don't like this. It's not for them. Yeah. It's for the new people that you need to reach and that you need to be around and you need to sit around. The craziest thing is when it is those people from the church that you respect so much Mm. that you normally sit at their feet because you are dying to hear what it is they want to say. Not necessarily prophetically, but because you have that respect Respect. for them because of their authority that you recognize in God. And God tells you that those are not the people that you
0: need to be to be around right now. Oh, T-ray. So (laughs) when you ask that question, you know, how do you handle when God removes people Mm from your circle. The first thing that came to mind is the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Mm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so I have to realize that if they are removed, God has removed them for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if God brings new people, he's brought them for a reason. I may not understand what it is in that moment, but I trust God so much that I trust in the midst of it he will reveal the reason that they've been removed. Or the reason that they need to stay. And a lot of times the ones it's the ones that he removes, because again, like you said, you're so close to him, you're so comfortable, you've you've given them a place of maybe honor and respect in your life. And when God removes them, then he slowly peels back the layers and lets you see the innermost part of that person that you couldn't see mm. one because you were so close to him. And it was, it was, you know, things were, were camouflaged it's as so he good. peeled it away. And then once you see that entered, then you see, Lord, now I see why you removed right. that person. It was actually for my good, right? but I didn't realize it. And again, the Lord give it, the Lord take it away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. And we have to bless God in those moments because he could have kept us by removing them keeps us from some type of hurt harm or danger yeah. that we ourselves did not see along all along the way mm-hmm. and so as i've gone on this journey trying to get in my pathway to peace in my wilderness i, like I am right. grateful for the people that god has brought into my life that i was not expecting didn't know why these people are here lord these are not my usual <laughs> stranger danger stranger danger. <laughs> For real, for real, <laughs> and like, and the and the thing is, I know they're supposed to be there because they keep popping up okay. in random places. Yep. I'm at the nail salon. I don't fell asleep because that's what I do, and I wake up and look who's sitting beside me. Girl, what you doing here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> not that you don't fell asleep at the nail salon. <laughs> Listen, I can fall asleep pretty much anywhere. Wow. Okay, don't let me sit still at at Heb. I'll take a nap. Ooh, <laughs> um, but but again, and like, and I'm I'm just thinking, uh, Target. I pull into a parking space and there's somebody else that just came into my circle and there they are again. And then we're having this moment and we get to share. And then when we're done and this person again, who would not typically be in my sphere of influence in my, my Sunday service at church, in my book club, this person I'm hugging them in the, in the parking lot of target (laughs) because I know y'all know me. Hello. Hello. Look at these <laughs> random folks, you know. But because God has obviously placed them there because they keep showing up. Yeah. And I keep having to share something with them. And I keep seeing God in the midst of it all. Wow. Wow.
2: So the reason I pose this question to you guys is because... I think you can't
0: go nowhere if that's what you're trying to say. You're trying to leave. It. I ain't trying to go nowhere. Amen.
2: But I'm trying to say... <laughs> 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 um, I think a lot of times in the wilderness experience what makes it is a, a wilderness sometimes is because we don't have the people that we usually have around mm. us. And um sometimes void of that, some of those people could have been our cheerleaders. It's nothing bad. Mm. Like Trevae said, you know, everything was good. We just stopped talking out of nowhere. Um and it wasn't that, you know, necessarily that God was trying to protect us from any harm. It's just that like you on two ninety, I'm on Highway Six all the way. On different you know, directions. Different directions. So I think that it's something to be said because sometimes when those um you said, you know, the onion gets peeled back, it's not just on those people where God is revealing something yeah. about them, but it's also on us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he reveals that sometimes we were a little bit more dependent on mm-hmm. them than we thought, dependent on their encouragement, dependent on, you know, their critiques, you know, mm-hmm. things that were helping build our character and we thought, like we talked about in the previous episode, we thought you know in, in practice mode or rehearsal mode or prior to getting into the promise that we needed that still we needed those crutches not to say that they're crutches but right. we needed those training wheels mm-hmm. but god is like no you can take the training wheels off you can come to me as you are by yourself without anybody and you're gonna be okay so um i think that as believers i don't think we Spend a lot of time talking about like relationships mm-hmm. in a healthy sense. Um, that it's mm-hmm.
0: okay for some people to be removed from your yeah. life. Yep. Yeah. That you have been close to in yep. a season yep. Yep. or along the journey. Yep. But now, like you said, we're going in different directions. Absolutely. And that's okay. And they sometimes they not the devil they not the you
2: know <laughs> sometimes they are but sometimes they're not you know a lot of times you know church people we we, we preach, real quick to we, say, we, right we were like we be the over devil and everything. And, right and it's like it's not even nothing not to say. Everything is spiritual. However, some things are just practical. Some and it's like are just you. Just you, right. And it's like, <laughs> it's not even that deep. but sister so-and-so saw a witch in the spirit. And the witch was that girl that you were talking to that was in your... And it's like, it's not even about all that. And right. sis is just going down a different route. And the Lord has delivered me from some things that I don't do no that more. That I don't see mm-hmm.
0: her issue. Okay. I see her innermost being that God is. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Chabay about to go somewhere with that. Chabay said I got
2: a lot to say on that
1: one. I do because it just makes me think it gives me a headache. Uh It makes me think that it makes me think about the many people who are so stuck on titles and positions. And it's like you're in a wilderness a whole other kind of wilderness because Because in, when you read your word, so I went through this season where, you know, I think I started to, I think I, it was a season where I won't say I had the most growth in my relationship with God, yeah. but I had a lot of growth in my relationship with God. Maybe it was like a, a surge in my okay. relationship with God. And so I read the word a whole lot more. I prayed a whole lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I did that, as you pray to Him more, you talk with Him more, you get in, this, in your word more. Um, Sorry, you your perspective starts to change. He's
2: absolutely correct.
1: And <laughs> and it's it was interesting to me because during that time, as my perspective changed and I started to have more revelation and more understanding and I heard him speak more in response to me Mm -hmm. than I was speaking to him, I realized that a lot of things other people were saying didn't line up with what he was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of things that were happening did not line up with what was going on in the word. Now, when I read the word, and I at -hmm. one point was studying the prophets, the prophets had a lot of wilderness experiences. Yes, they did. And in the wilderness experiences, those were the times that they heard the most from God. Yeah, mm-hmm. more than when they had to go out and actually give the word that's that so God good. said. They had to do some crazy things, yeah, like eat feces and stuff. Like yeah, that. Reach she could came up with anything, but she had to go. But that there. was wild. I thought she would go say girl. something. And he else, had Jeremiah yeah. doing all kinds yeah. of stuff, she, but she mm-hmm. will to talk about. So, Jeremiah, um, so. that's my boy.
0: That's my dog. Is um, it?
1: <laughs> You it did is. Through his experience. I look <laughs> did Jeremiah. <you> Hold <laughs> on, y'all. It hasn't been anything that bad, but okay. I, I just still. But my point is that they had to do crazy things. Hosea right. had to marry a prostitute. Okay, like I'm not saying that this person is not a prophet. This person is not a prophet. Right, right. This person is not a prophet. But the way that people promote themselves as being what they are they don't promote the wilderness experiences that i've read about they're not
0: promoting god as much as they promote themselves
1: and they're not promoting god as much as they promote themselves which you saying a lot but who where you getting what you saying from um it's
2: false practice too
1: there are, <laughs> and there are people that are just lost this is true. in the wilderness without a compass Ooh. with no direction mm. because they're dependent so heavily on themselves yeah. wow. and their own desires. Yeah. And all they can desire now is water. Wow. And because they're lost, dang. they don't know where to get it from
2: dang,
1: because we, he, he's the well, he's the living water <laughs> Damn, right? and they're going to keep thirsting and be dehydrated and spiritually dying because his water is the he only water the church mother <laughs> right? his water is the only water that's living water amen um <laughs> why are you looking at me like that i'm glad we're recording now so now people can see how you be looking
2: um <laughs> Cause y'all gone off into the deep end. i mean uh, i'm sorry you I, asked the
1: question
0: because we talk answering. about
1: forsaken but the thing is it's not god who left is you that left because you trying
0: to do your own thing and and then you want to add god to it oh I've never
1: seen so many people do so many things in the name of God mm. but it has nothing to do with him Jeez. you're not doing it for him you're doing
0: it for yourself you know i've gotten uncomfortable y'all know I love me a good giggle <laughs> listen <laughs> we know i will just i love a good giggle send a giggle my way and but some of these things that I see on Instagram where people are taking stuff that's happening in the church and using it as humor it's that's not funny to me mm. and it's like you know What's okay example
2: because some of the stuff be funny to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like there literally was a channel i guess you called it mm. on ig Uh-oh. That, that was just for people shouting Oh, and, you know, it's one thing when you get off on that. or or, you know, or there was this little boy that was playing and I'm like, this is the song you play when you when you want the Pentecostals and the Kojiks to and he he started playing it's this certain little culture. tune, mm-hmm. cause it's you know, and and it's like, okay. And I ain't gonna lie. When he hit one note, I was like, hey, mm-mm. I, hey, know, I can't dance, really so but which side you was you it? on the Pentecostal but what, of say- but what I'm saying is, so there's <laughs> there's parts of it, both of them, there's parts of it that it does hit your spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. There are other parts of it where, you know, um, when somebody says, I got the second parking spot on the second road HB, hell glory! Really? Is that really what yeah. you praising God about? Yeah. That no. you got the second? I'm not gonna go there. Well, we know you go through the exit door instead of the entry door. Have you been delivered from that? <laughs> yeah. If minute. you mm-hmm. in the
1: way, I'm gonna go through Y'all, the other door. I'm
0: not on this. But I was, <laughs> saying, <laughs> I
1: was about to say. I'm
0: just saying some people get excited, but the know, thing is they're <laughs> shouting over it like it's it's something. That, you, ooh, they got they got. I met Lubies and they had apple pie. Oh glory. But you know, That's like... Is that... I don't want to say... But I'm saying that's for me. For me. Now, that may work for you, (laughs) and it may be funny to you, but for me, I'm not feeling that. It
1: don't work. That is kind of like, in my opinion, because we talk about the word again, it's like a slap in God's face. It's disrespectful because Mm -hmm. we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. That's not a testimony.
2: Who are you saving? Who are you helping? What about the homeless man? Okay, I'm not... I shouldn't even be laughing with it. But what about people... (laughs) (laughs) okay wait what about the homeless man that just got saved and ain't never had a meal from lubies it was like who i got a hot
0: like i feel like it depends on the situation so you've seen a homeless person get the holy ghost over apple pie i'm sure you know i've never seen it
1: something to eat he hasn't
2: eaten Eaten. there's a different context in that so I won't say that it's null and void for everybody however there are some people i just think it's that, over exposure there's just yeah. too much of it yes it's I, too yeah. much i feel like we have watered down that's it it's gospel we've watered down everything yeah exactly. we've watered down the gospel and like you said we don't promote a level of suffering or the wilderness we promote things like you know I don't know getting a new meal at Luby's since we own that or you know and we shout over those things and then the the like you said I there's a, every prophet that I've read about has gone through some really crazy wilderness experiences and so you have people that are operating in a level of glory or gifting but. Who knows how close they really are to God? You know, right? seeing and
0: that's uh, and that's the thing. Not that we're judging anyone. Yeah, it's no judgment. It's just I just feel there's a certain reverence that should be placed oh, we, upon. We about to get Ooh, into that.
2: Lost. There's. A yes, yes, we about we are. The, Yes, we, we, are. Are. we about to get into that. Yes, we that. are. Well, can we
0: do that? Do y'all want to say that for the next episode? Then what you could can it? touch on it, but we about to I'm get into. Shoot. I'm ready. Y'all ready? We ready? If you're inspired by the word, share it with your family and your friends and even your enemies. And if you would like to make Jesus your Lord and Savior, or if you're just wanting prayer, you can reach out to us at wisewomenhtxoutlook.com. We want to thank everyone for listening in today and please join us next time on Wise Women.